0: Hello and welcome to the Landis Cooperative Experience featuring the Bull Bear Banter. We all know that markets often behave in a way that can't easily be explained. The Bull Bear Banter is our best effort to digest the noise of the marketplace. So thank you for joining us. Sit back, relax, and let's talk about the markets.
1: Hello, this is Cheyenne Dunham and you are listening to the March 8th episode of the Bull Bear Banter. Tom is out of the office this afternoon. Instead, I'm joined by Jim Engler. He's one of our merchandisers here at Landis.
0: On Friday afternoon, May corn closed down a penny at 364 and a quarter. That's down eight and three quarter cents for the week. And the December contract was down just half a cent today at 388 and a half. That's down five and three quarter cents for the week. Uh, moving over to the soybean pit, the uh, May contract closed down six and three quarter cents at 895 and three quarters. That's down 15 and three quarter cents since last Friday's close. Looking at the uh, new crop November contract, that was down six cents today to close at nine dollars and thirty cents and a half down fifteen and a quarter cents for the week.
1: Jim let's jump right in. I think as we all know we had a report out this morning that was the March USDA WASDE report and we're just going to kind of run through those numbers real quick give you an overall summary of that. U.S. carryout for corn came in at 1.835 billion bushels. That was 100 million bushels above the February report and 40 million bushels above the upper end of estimates there. Minimal changes in soybean carryout, that came in at 900 million bushels, that was 10 million bushels lower than February and within the estimate. South America's production, no change in Argentina's production numbers from February, 46 million metric tons for corn and 55 million metric tons for beans. Brazil, no change in corn, 94.5 million metric tons And they lowered soybean production by 500,000 there. That was down to 116.5 million metric tons. Overall world carryout, corn came in at 308.53 million metric tons, down 1.25 from February. Middle of the estimate range for trade, soybeans came in at 107.17 million metric tons. That was... Just a little higher from last month, but again, we were staying within the estimated range.
0: Yeah, so you know when we, when we start to digest these numbers and other things that we saw this week, you know, looking over in in the corn world you know the thing that stood out to me was our export inspections and we get multiple reports every week about exports and one is sales and one is inspection so when you hear export inspections this is what physically was inspected to go into a boat or a container uh, to go to go for export when you hear sales that's just a um, that's just somebody you know in the u.s selling grain to somebody in the world so but export inspections for uh, the last week of february there which is how that is reported um, they were up 13 over 13.5 percent from the previous week now given that's down um, from that time last year but as we continue to uh, export a quite quite a bit of corn out of uh, out of the country you know our year-to-date inspections are up almost 36 percent um, from the same time last year. Now, the government showed us a bigger carryout number today, but uh, it, it still is um, significantly lower uh, than last year, and we are um, starting to draw down draw down stocks here on the corn. So that's what I took away um, from the corn number today.
1: Yeah. Jim, I know you said a couple times this week that you're starting to feel bullish corn. Do you still feel that way after this report came out?
0: You know what? I, I do. You know, there is a little bit of a headwind here, maybe coming from the ethanol world. We have seen some of the ethanol plants, maybe not uh, recently, but uh, as we came into the new year in that January, or February time frame, they were struggling with uh, with margin, and uh, so they were slowing down. But uh, I just you know we are shipping quite a bit of corn out of the country. It, you know st- we're starting to question the USDA yield number. I mean, if you look around at your local basis levels and look at your look at your ethanol plants, um, there's a there's a demand for corn. Um, now, given some of that's weather related, but uh, it still feels like corn is uh, is starting to tighten up here.
1: On the other side of that, you're talking about the bull corn points. I'm going to touch a little bit on what we're seeing as far as bear aspects that. Um, the grain crushing report showed 444 million bushels of corn used for ethanol production in January, so we're still kind of running behind a little bit there. Um, down 3.6 from December and 6.74% lower than we were at last year. Again, you kind of talked about export inspections versus export sales. While our export inspections are up, our export sales for corn are down. They were cut by 75 million bushels. Increased competition from South America, I think, is our main main thing there.
0: Yeah, and definitely, you know, the, the um, you know, a lot of where we're seeing the competition is coming out of Argentina. Argentina struggled last year with production. This year, they've kind of, uh, you know, they they've righted the ship, um, so to speak, a little better. And that's primarily weather. Uh, they just have better uh, growing conditions. So, so that's kind of why, um, you know, we're we're seeing a little more more increase um, in, in competition here. You know when we digest this week and, and, and the the numbers um, that we saw today from the uh, from the USDA uh, shifting our focus over to beans here you know we've been talking about the possibility of South American productions being lower um, the Brazilian bean production today was only decreased by half a million Mets uh, I think the trade was looking for um, you know a, a much much deeper cut than that. When we talk about Brazil, um, a lot of the production um, variances that you see um, in estimates comes not necessarily from yield, but more from uh, what the actual actual acres that were planted. So now, uh, as we went as we went through the week, we continue to hear, you know, positive. I guess positive vibes would be the word that I would use, or positive momentum here with a U.S. Um, Chinese trade trade agreement uh, potentially being on the on the horizon here you know, the Chinese did step in and buy some more uh, Brazilian, or I'm sorry, U.S. Uh, beans, even though Brazil has cheaper beans. They were buying beans this week, and looks like they'll be continuing to buy um, in, into next week. So um, so that, that's a bullish case. I mean, if we can start shipping beans back to China, that's uh, that'll help draw down the, uh, the burdensome stock uh, that we're carrying.
1: Yeah, again, and on the other side of that, it seems easy to pick out bearish points for soybeans right now when you're not just spending optimism with U.S. and China. Export inspections came in at 844,000 metric tons the final week of February. That was down 35.48% week on week and 17% year on year. Um, year Year-to-date export inspections are down about 33% from this time last year. We're at just shy of 26 million metric tons on that. And um, looking at Crush numbers there. USDA's January crush came in at 182.85 million bushels. That was slightly down from where we were at in December. We're still a larger year on year, about 4.7%. And overall, world carryout is up, which is, I know, a number, you know, we've been talking about big carryout on means for quite a while now.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that that number uh, for a world carryout number is uh, is significant and and it feels burdensome. I mean, overall today's report, um, you know, the market just kind of took it in stride and kept trading uh, what it had already been trading, um, which which was red numbers before the report and red numbers after the report. So, you know, we continue to look towards politics and the Twitter sphere and wherever else we get our news from. as kind of the driving force, especially in soybeans, and the big thing now um, is starting to look towards spring. Uh, what's gonna go on in agronomy? Are we gonna get this crop in the ground? When are we gonna get the snow melted off? Uh, is there going to be, you know, is there going to be some logistical issues, um, and are we going to be able to get this corn planted? I know it's starting to get a little late here, so that's going to be, you know, what we're watching over the next couple of weeks, and obviously the March 29th uh, planning intentions report.
1: Um, again, things we want to watch for coming up locally, March 14th in Ogden, the Iowa State Extension is going to have their March Ag Marketing Club meeting. That's going to be at six thirty. This is open to the public, and anyone who wants to know more about marketing grain is welcome to attend. It's still not too late to register for our Women in Ag event ventures. It's gonna be in Des Moines, March 22nd and 23rd. Keep an eye on our Facebook event page for updates. I believe we have a special going out this week where you can still get $10 off registration for that. Speaking of which, we'd like to thank our sponsors for this event, our gold sponsor, Iowa State University College of Business, and our platinum sponsors, Agco and GSI, CHS, Flint Hills Resources, Iowa Soybean Association, Coke Industries, Nationwide Insurance, and RJ O'Brien. And as always, if you have questions or comments for us, drop us an email at podcast at landiscooperative.com. We want to thank everyone for joining us today. Thanks, Jim, for stepping in for Tom. We appreciate you being here listening to the Bull Bear Banter as part of the Landis Cooperative Experience podcast. If you have questions regarding grain marketing decisions, please reach out to your area grain marketing advisor. We want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to talking with you again next week.